day. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tits. Starring the tits. Start. The. Starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. We are recording. Recording now. All right, excellent. Uh, all right, so like I said last that week, horse play. what's that? That's enough horseplay, boys. Let's get to it. Thanks now for stepping all over the intro, Cobb. We still have to introduce the podcast. It's still a professional thing. So anyhow, like I was saying, <laughs> welcome back to the home episodes of uh, the podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Ted Smith, and then Cobb is here along with MCTP. Now, Cobb, what is it that you like to say? <laughs> Cobb? All right, Peta. Can he hear us? Hello? Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Did he already drop out? Cobb? Yeah, what's up? What is yours? What floor is yours? What did you want to say? Nothing. I said I already said it. I was literally just saying the words no no more horseplay. Let's roll. All right. So this is a addition and a great start to the show. It's going to have music under it. It'll sound better then. <laughs> no horseplay. Let's get it on. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> I guess we'll start with, uh, I was talking earlier, like like most people, you try to figure out something to do. So I've been taking these long walks like I talked about. So today, number one, there was a guy about 12 feet behind me on the same pace, and he was having a breakup with his boyfriend. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, like full on, like you don't you don't respect me. Like uh, trying to think, what are the natural things you'd say during a breakup that just sound mean? Sound mean? Yeah. You're always like this. Ooh, it wasn't yeah. just it, once, stuff like that. It was something like that, like yeah, you know, like you're always like this or something. I'm trying to remember. It was pretty funny, but I was just it just got me thinking. It's like I heard I overheard that. Uh, what else? I saw another woman just absolutely uh, step on her tiny dog, and the tiny dog just went nuts. Right, like the worst pain in the world. <laughs> have you guys uh, have you guys noticed any good uh, overheards lately with more people outside? Honestly, I love overheards in general. Like uh, just as you walk past people, like whatever kind of crazy conversation they're in. I feel like they're the best in the summer, but maybe that's just because it's more, you know, time spent outside. My guess is though. Now that it's getting nice in Seattle, it's probably like, you know, more noticeable. Plus, people are on quarantine, so they're just talking about like weirder stuff than they would otherwise. I don't know. I haven't heard any specific ones, except for people talking about uh, adult um, Dunkaroos. <laughs> yeah. That's the wildest thing, dude. Like, I last week on the podcast, I was all excited about growing up Dunkaroos. I was pretty sure I invented them. And then today before the cast, Cobb told me there's other people talking about growing up Dunkaroos somewhere in Park City. Yeah, the two guys that I was, like, on lock-in with. I mean, I was there with, like, a whole family, but 
Yeah, the two like younger guys were both obsessed with. They were calling them adult dunkaroos. But I think it's probably similar. Yeah, I think at the bottom line, I think the adult dunkaroo is just anything you're dipping into frosting. That actually probably is like the yeah the the central thread there. I mean, I feel like until you try it with the cinnamon brown sugar Belvedas, like maybe don't step on my name. Wow. I mean. <laughs> it sounds like you guys are using two different names. I use grown-up Dunkaroos. Okay, grown-up yeah, Dunkaroos. Yeah, they were using adult Dunkaroos. Yeah, you guys do whatever you want with adult Dunkaroos. Grown-up Dunkaroos are, like I said last week, the Belvita uh biscuits the cinnamon brown sugar ones dipped in frosting ted what do you think i think i think matt's over here is trying to uh trying to like have ownership of what a grown-up or adult dunkaroo could be like with the recipe like i i don't know i think it's just anybody that invents something that dips into a thing of frosting you've invented either a it's the same difference right you're asking Cobb, right not me you I'm know how i yeah, I thought he was saying respond, Matthew. Oh, me? No, I I think the the Belvita cinnamon brown sugar ones are like I tasted. They taste like Dunkaroos. You can dunk. You can dip a lot of things into frosting. And if you want to call that an adult Dunkaroo, cool. But like you heard it here last week, grown up Dunkaroos need to be the Belvita's cinnamon and brown sugar. Where are you guys at on graham cracker cereal? Graham cracker cereal. Were you not not golden graham, but graham crackers broken up into a bowl with milk poured on top? Never done it. Oh, it's bomb. But Sounds some people instead choose to dip the graham crackers in the milk. So that's why I was that's what I was asking about the core issue. I don't know how much I mess with graham crackers outside of a s'more as an adult. Yeah, that's fair. You know, Matt. Yeah, that's a good. Uh... Yeah, put, graham crackers are pretty much always s'mores for me as a grown-up. Dang, well, if people are sitting at home listening to this excellent weird snack during quarantine, take like four graham crackers, just break them each into four pieces, put them in a bowl, throw some milk on there, have yourself a good time. <laughs> I can feel quarantine, the Quarantine, man. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know interesting culinary creations. I said I could feel the farts just because I get a little lactose intolerant. Oh. <laughs> uh, Dude, weirdly, yeah, cut. What's have up? you created anything else wild lately, food-wise? Oh, go ahead, Matt. Uh, food-wise, uh, no, a lot of PB&Js and salads. Um, oh, yeah, I went to In-N-Out last week. That was... <laughs> Kind of out of the ordinary, but I've had it before. It was good, but it wasn't like my doing of like quarantine. Like, let's pair this and this. Cal- I'm surprised you didn't go with Burgerville if you're in Portland. Local Man, fave. I, w- I went there once and it was underwhelming. Yeah, dude, I've I've gotten that report from quite a few people. I liked it, but most people are like, huh, it was okay. You and Terrence. I love, I love Burgerville, but with that said, I've only had it twice, and both times was on the way back from Burning Man. Yeah, it's probably going to taste pretty good at that point. <laughs> what did you say, Matt? <laughs> really tilting the scales there. It's you and Taryn both spoke very highly of Burgerville, and when I went, I was like, 
Okay. Well, yeah, I just like you and Taryn so much that your opinions mean a lot. And then Did you get a the burger itself. Huh? A milkshake. Did you get one? Probably. Knowing myself, I don't remember. <clears throat> wow, that doesn't speak highly of it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That, like, me and you just disagree. Like, I don't think In-N-Out is the end-all, be-all of burgers, fast food burgers. <sighs> I know. And people swear by In-N-Out. Like, I'm just like, yeah, it's good, but it's not – their fries suck. Like – Fries are I, good hot. Give me a bag of dicks. Dude, honestly, I'll say this. So I'm uh, in Palm Springs now, and there is a Popeye's nearby. And 100%, like, the biggest thing on my agenda this week is going to Popeye's and Chick-fil-A, splitting them in half, and trying each together. Hot. Hmm. That sounds awesome. It's going to be huge. Pretty excited about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't go to Popeye's a ton, but I was impressed with that chicken sandwich, and I saw a commercial last night. They're like, we deliver now. I was like, that might have to happen. They deliver? Do we, uh, yeah. do we have that in Seattle? I want to say like Postmates, maybe. Okay. The, Is there Popeyes in Seattle? Yeah, down on 4th in like South Seattle, past the stadiums. Is that close? Oh, dope. Really? That. Yeah. So that's close enough that it would actually get delivered to you. Yeah, that, that's the weird little part in the city. There's like a Popeyes down there, like uh, – what else? I think there's, there's a, a KFC ta- down there. There's a Taco Bell. Yeah, I know they got a lot of Taco stuff. Taco Bell KFC combo. <clears throat> yeah, a couple soft tacos and a couple chicken fingers. <laughs> Dude, I'm Man, a popular like chicken the... guy, personally. <laughs> there's so many Taco Bells. Bucket, there's so many Taco Bells and KFCs around, but I like the rare Taco Bell Pizza Hut combo. That is rare. I think what it proves is that, like, whatever main food you're getting, there's always room for a couple tacos. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is true, man. Right. It's the truth. You don't have to email us. I understand they're all owned by the Yum brand as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, it, it, like, that's the thing. Even you think about Jack in the Box, not part of Yum. Like, what do you always throw on? Like, two $1 tacos right at the end. You know, they go with anything. Dude, that's a solid point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's combination dishes and stuff. Always room for those. There's always room for a couple tacos. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I gotta be honest with you. Like, I just stopped sweating. I'm like, oh, tacos sound freaking delicious right now. Yes, you were working out before this, right? Yeah. What, uh, did you go to um, Cyrus's or, um, or, oh wait, no, is this when you were doing the power walk you were talking about? Yeah, yeah, gyms are still closed up here. Dang. Yeah, so do you know, uh, do you know St. James, the Episcopal Church on Capitol Hill? Uh, I know St. Mark's, the big one. St. Mark's, my bad, St. Mark's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know, like, two blocks down from there is a giant stairwell? Yeah, I used to train on that. Yes, so I walk, right, so I walk from here all the way down over there by the water and stuff, hit those stairs, that's when the sweat starts. (laughs) Dude, nice, man. That's yeah. huge. You walked from down there down to, like, the water on Lake Union? Excuse me. Yeah, I was walking alongside Ooh. Lake Union. Wow. Yeah. Dude, that's yeah, a big walk. Is. Nice. <laughs> I, I told you. I'm also, like, I've t- like Cobb, me and, so Cobb and I have hung out for years, been friends. 
but he's a guy that likes architecture. And sometimes like he'll point out stuff. I'm like, yeah, well, whatever, man. But now I'm just obsessed with it. Like, Dude, yeah. The different types of homes. <laughs> and like, I find myself coming home from walks and looking up stuff. Like, what kind of house is that? Dude, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like all the different, different styles and whatever. I like that. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I fall in love at least once every time I go on one of these walks. Oh, dude, of course. All the beautiful women on the streets. Dude, it's, it's kind of funny. Like, you think about on a normal podcast, we have so much stuff that's gone on, like, during the, uh, during the week that it's just, like, it's almost like catching up. We're now, like, we're all literally just sitting in our houses doing nothing. So it's like, well, oh, so uh, did you learn to cook something new? Like, yeah, made a mac and cheese with the, with the breadcrumbs on top. Crazy. And it's just odd because like I was telling I got into work last Wednesday and no offense to you guys or anybody that's listening. I just go, Robin, doing that at home was super weird, man. Like I'm, it was. I'm used to having Zoom calls, but you're just kind of hanging out with buddies. And like I could see you guys, so I had to remind myself, like, keep keep the conversation going. People are gonna download this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is pretty funny. It's definitely a different paradigm, but you know, I mean, I don't mind it. Honestly, I'm kind of used to it from when I would always Skype into the cast, but in that scenario, it was nice because you guys were in the same room with each other. So you can at least like, you know, read when someone's going to talk or when they're not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just messing with you guys. I waited on purpose. Are you getting good at that, Ted? I just, I just love your emergence as a Zoomer. It's one of my favorite plots of this whole thing. Like, Dude, and it's unbelievable too. Like Joe, uh, or our buddy, the mayor, told me about it. Also, by the way, we should have him plug in one day. I'm still gonna try to give. I'm gonna text Brad Evan and say, "Hey, will you hop on with us when we're recording one of these next week?" Uh, yeah, I, I jumped on the Zoom. Well, I was home for two weeks. So yeah, I started the Zoom thing and I was like, screw it, I'll just buy an account, like a, a work one so I can use it all the time. But you're right, like this weekend, you know, I had Easter dinner with like my mom and then my sister and then my brother and the kids and they were, they were all so thankful. Like, Thank you for setting this up. Or I set up a giant one last Saturday with all my cousins and like, I was like, thanks for setting this up. And it's like, man, I am not the tech guy. Like, I don't know how this happened. Yeah, and this week, like, yeah. Sean was like, Ted, are you free for this? And you're like, I got another Zoom. Like, the, your calendar is just filled with these things. <laughs> it is. Dude, it, it kind of makes sense, though, Ted. Like, you're sort of a social connector like that. I mean, the tech side obviously doesn't, but that, that's cool to me. Especially, you know, I was thinking about you in quarantine, just without, like, your normal basic social interaction. Like, obviously, we're both extroverts, but, like, you're just in that apartment, like, by yourself. I was like, thank God they're letting him go back into work and just, like, be around people, you know? And Zoom. Like, I feel like that's, you know, huge. No, it's been a life, it's a lifesaver seeing people. And it's funny, like, Mike Hawk, we were, he was giving me crap on Friday. Not in a bad way. But I was like, you remember when I called you the second week of quarantine and I was on a walk? He's like, yeah, I, I don't know that I've ever heard you more excited. You're just like, Mike, I'm out of the house. I'm on a walk. Running around. <laughs> Dude, look, I'm on my, I... Like, it's been a few weeks now, right? And it's not like I go north of the border, you know, Mercer, much. But I am toying with, like, as so Matt, it, telling you, as soon as it's, like, you can meet in groups of 10 again, like, you are picking me up, we are going to that house, we are jumping in that damn lake. Dude, it's cold, but I've been in it every single day. Today I did 13 breaths. 
Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Add one a day. Dude, Lance came over for Easter, and he jumped in, like, took a bunch of deep breaths, and then just started swimming around. Like, he wasn't even worried. He was in there 20 times longer than me, like, literally swimming. But he did have to breathe more than – that day I did 11, more than 11 breaths. Like, he was just – and eventually he, 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 like, chilled out and was able to start swimming. It was nuts to witness, though. Yeah, well, he trains for that too, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I'm glad he answered my uh, Instagram call on Sunday now. Oh, really? We would have loved to have chatted you up. I Well, I was – I buzzed him early in the day, like 10 or 11. Did you say Instagram call? <clears throat> yeah, so the other thing I've learned is that, like, you can do Instagram Live, but that's only with two people. Whereas, like, in the DMs, you can just call somebody, and their phone, like, rings different. Wow. Oh, it's awesome, dude. I, that's how I almost called you last night. I don't have Instagram on my phone. I might add it just because of that, though. That's crazy. Dude, my mom just signed up and has an account. We use it all, I mean, which is so funny, but we use it all the time now. <laughs> I wish we were putting this video up because I just, like, threw my arms up in the air in celebration that Ted's mom's on Instagram. <laughs> dude, my mom's on, on Instagram. Facebook. I always forget. Last, podcast. Say that again, Kyle. Oh, uh, I was saying Ted's mom just friended me on Facebook. I, I, we were talking about that on the last podcast. Now she's on Instagram. Like next week she's on TikTok. What's going on? <laughs> oh, I can't have my mom on TikTok. Like, musically, she's got a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I heard she already has a show on Quibi. <laughs> I still don't even know what Quibi is. I've heard it referenced a couple times, but... It's a That's new service. Yeah, it's a new service coming out, and I want to say every show's like fifteen minutes or under. Under ten minutes. Under ten minutes. Whoa. So basically, like think about like I know one of the shows the revising is is punked. Oh, okay. I, I saw uh, uh, Chance the Rapper. Yeah. So, right. So those were always like what seven to eight minute segments. So now that'll be a whole show. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's interesting. It is. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Uh, all right. We're, uh, I don't know. Do we want to talk anything serious? Let's, yeah. let's get serious. Well, I just no, ask, I don't do, you, know. do you guys still think May 4th is going to be the end of this in the state of Washington, or you think they extend it again? Yeah. Too soon, bro. Yep. Yep. My bad. My bad. Just got to look like, you know what? Let's, let's talk to something. Can we talk about the UFC buying an island? Matt told me it's not happening. AC told me it's happening. Ted, do you know anything about it? Oh, they shut it down. They're not buying? All right. So Dana, I think, bought the island, but it was off the coast. It had to have been off the coast. Either way, Mickey Mouse stepped in and said, no, Dana, you're not doing this. <laughs> uh, right? I mean, like, yeah, because they were just like, you just at this point, like you just can't ensure, you know, it just, yeah, you're in business with the mouse. The mouse, the mouse is the final line. Yeah. So he had bought the island, but I mean, shoot, up to last week, I saw a Rogan podcast and he was like, he's like, look, I don't know where the island is. He's like, they won't tell, they won't tell any of us because they don't want word to get out or to get screwed up. And then Rogan was like, I don't know how comfortable I feel going and doing this. He goes, I'm excited to go do it. So it was weird. Rogan, I listened to Rogan on like Wednesday or Thursday, and he was like, I'm not sure like, if I'm going to do it or not. And then like Thursday, I think, 
or Friday. It's like, nope, that's a wrap. Oh, Cobb, did you see what, what happened Friday, the announcement? Uh, you're talking about the extra episode of Tiger King that came out? No, I'm talking about Burning Man. Yeah, I got the email. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like For those of I, you listening at home, it's been canceled. Yeah, I wasn't going to go this year, but once that got canceled, I was like, damn. Like, that's, that's late August, almost September. Dude, yeah, you think I'm going to cancel Meltdown? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know how they happened. Wow. I don't know. I feel like that's... They could wait. It's small enough. I feel like they could wait and see. I mean, I guess they're taking a risk of having to pay the artists and stuff. I didn't really think about that. I just meant like, you could let us know like a week in advance. I'd be like, okay, we'll go. But yeah, we're not the tough ones. Well, I just think too, like, you know what I mean? Like Bernie, it's not, here's the deal. Like stuff, I do think this summer, some things will reopen a little bit, but like the idea that there's going to be a concert or a festival this summer is ridiculous. So it ain't going to happen. Yeah. I yeah, read you're right. they were talking about college football being played like winter into spring. Whoa. Yeah, it sounds like the XFL is done too. Yeah, they they, so drag, so they, filed, they filed for bankruptcy. Dang. I wonder if they'll try to relaunch. That has got to be the worst timing in history. I mean, they put hundreds of millions of dollars in that league. Everything was going their way. First week numbers were great, and then boom. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I, I think this summer, I think. I think most festivals are closed. And I think, I think the closest you get, like, seriously, is, like, if, like, we hung out at Matt's with, like, three other people. I think it would be like that. Do you think people will be flying or no? I mean, I think people can fly, but, you know, I think that's an amount of personal responsibility, you know? Personal responsibility. And do you want to go somewhere else in the country that hasn't shut down yet? It might be a hot spot come July. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I also read a lot of states, like, if you go to them, you got to quarantine there for two weeks. Yeah, Utah, actually, I just got an um, emergency alert on my phone because I crossed the line from Utah into Arizona, and uh, it sent me a text, like, if you're entering Utah, submit this form for COVID and whatever. Pretty crazy. Yeah. So it's like a geofence thing. Yeah, so I go back and forth on this because I think, you know, look in the end we'll be okay and people need to stay optimistic but i also think you got to be careful mentally not to lie to yourself and be like oh we're still going to do this or that this summer you know and then how many disappointments do you want to (laughs) take yeah well that's the 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 flip the flip side like that's one of those things that you can look at either way right because it's like if you just wipe your schedule now and have like one day of like okay this sucks then every little thing that comes up they actually can do like go to barbecue at a friend's house is a delight so maybe it will like reset our standard for what we think is you know the like have a new normal which you know maybe will be helpful yeah i will say strange little things you miss right like never thought i'd say i miss high five and (laughs) fist pounding people but i kind of do dude we used to just smoke splits together just passing them back and forth like it was nothing yeah those days are over for now and I can't, yeah. I can't say this enough. A woman would be preferable, but I would just like to hug somebody. <laughs> a woman would be preferable. Yeah, dude, today, like, the biggest part of our day, honestly, was going to Target. And uh, the girl I'm here with was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited to go to Target. And I was like, when did you ever think you would say those words? Yeah. But it's true. It was I the best part Target. of the whole day. Well, yeah. dude, not only that, like, you know me, like, I buy a few pairs of kicks. 
like a couple times a year. I'm like, like I like I just today I just blanked out and walked by Nike Town. I'm be like, I need new shoes. Couple <laughs> yeah. time, I gotta be stunting on the docks. I'm reading uh, that guy's book right now, Phil Knight's book, uh, Shoe Dog. Uh, I can't pretty highly recommend it, dude. All I want is a haircut, man. Like it's just crazy <laughs> having long side hair. You guys can't see because I have my headphones on, but it's it's getting ruthless. Yeah, I'm yeah, getting there. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I buzzed mine once. I'll probably buzz it again this weekend. It's going to be hat season Matt, soon. Matt, what little thing do you miss most about being part of society? It's not little, but concerts. We were just talking about them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I miss the things at concerts that I used to not like. Well, I shouldn't even say not like. They just weren't my favorite part. And I don't want to give examples. So don't put me on the spot like that. Because a lot of cool people might feel, uh, you know, indicated about it. But, uh, the yeah, there's just a lot of, uh, like, yeah, it's just been been rough not being able to go to shows. And Matt, I, I feel personally attacked by that. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, and I don't it's think. Different, it's different for you as you go to so many. Right. Well, and then they're just a. I know so many people there, like socially, you know, seeing all my friends at the shows, like, it's great, the music, um, yeah, so that's, that's definitely the thing I'm missing the most, uh, but it's not little. I will say I was really excited the other day when I went to, because I've been hitting the soda stream up a lot, and I wasn't sure if at Fred Meyer I'd be able to get a new canister for it, and I was, so I was very excited. That was a yeah. little thing that I was standing there in the customer service line where it's like, no refunds, no exchanges. And I'm like, oh, God. Like, yeah, is this a little thing that's about to be ripped away from me? And then I held it up, and she was like, yeah, you're good. We'll swap that out. So, yeah, that was a little thing that I just, yeah, been drinking a lot of soda water. Dude, what the? F it's called Two Cents Plain. Did you guys? Had you guys ever heard soda water called Two Cents Plain? Only today when I saw you tweet it or Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah, I found out it's an old term for it from like a bunch of like in like the 1930s, like some of the Jewish neighborhoods in New York started referring it to to it as that, and uh, it it became somewhat known at some point. But I was talking to this dude in his 80s today, one of my clients, and we were on a Skype call, and he he was telling me that. He knew who Lamb of God was. Well, I'm just glad you clarified. As I was like, who were you talking to that knew it used to be called Two Cents or whatever? Like, oh, he's 80. Like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, one of my 80-year-old homies. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he really is. We didn't even exercise. We just sat. I just sat right here. We talked for like an hour. Um, like I said, he knew who Lamb of God was. I brought him up, and he's like, yeah, they used to be called Burn the Priest, right? And I was like, how do you know Whoa. this? Yeah. Like, what's up, dude? Now we're going to be friends for real. Yeah. It blew my mind. Um, yeah. And so it was, that was a fun, fun way to start the day. <laughs> dude, that and is pretty awesome. dope. <laughs> Cobb, what about you? What are you missing? Um, dude, honestly, all the, you know, I mean, obviously I'm an extrovert, but I miss all the little tiny social interactions. Like when you go to get a tea or you go to get like some gum or just like whatever, like all your little microtransactions. You're like, what's up, man? How's your day going? Like quick, 
back and forth. Oh, dude, cool, man. Nice. Same with me. Boom. And I'm out. You know, like all those little quick hitters, I miss that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, look, I can't lie to you. Even tonight. It wasn't on the route, but I said, you know what? We'll extend the route for a little bit. And I walked by Bill's. Just to, like, salute it or what? Yeah, salute it. Torture yourself. I don't know. Dude, that's the thing, man. You know, a lot of places like Bill's, I, I don't know about Bill's specifically, but for people who don't know, it's Ted's favorite neighborhood bar. And uh, it's like basically his new Buckley's. And uh, a lot of those places are going to go away. I mean, even ones that are really good at operating, they're just their business model is set up like perfectly to get crushed by COVID. So that's going to be weird for people missing out on their neighborhood bar. It is. But I also don't know who at this point, who's going to run in there and take over a rent. Yeah, that, that's a good point. And it'd be nice if landlords started to wave it. I have heard that a lot of uh, breweries are in trouble. So for people who are listening, if there's a brewery that you like and they're doing like pickup or to go, like you should go grab a couple beers. It sounds like that's been, you know, the one thing that's kind of keeping some of the breweries, breweries afloat. So, you know, sure. if you're already, if you're going to buy the beer anyway, you know, why not? I bought beer today. I just ordered some online. Very excited. Lamb of God, again, sorry. They've taken over my life, guys. I don't know what happened. They do it every couple of years. Lamb of God puts out that N.A.? Yeah, they put out an N.A. beer today. And I woke up to that news. Then I talked to Larry, and he was like, yeah, I know Lamb of God. They used to be burning the priests. And it was just like, what an awesome start to the day. Uh, and But, uh, yeah, so I started drinking. I know, right? I started drinking non-alcoholic beer because of Randy Bly, the lead singer of Lamb of God. He uh, wrote a book talking about the, the when he went to jail in the, uh, <laughs> in the Czech Republic. And he, uh, but in the book, he, it was an awesome book, but he talked a lot about N.A. beer. And that was a time where I had like, I had stopped drinking, but I wasn't drinking N.A. beer. And then it, I was like, oh, I should start drinking N.A. beer. And I love it. And it's a, it's helped me just, like, not even think about going back to drinking because I like drinking N.A. beer so much. And Have so, we shotgunned one yet? I know we've talked about it. No. We and I'll have... tell you what, Ted, that first shotgunned N.A. beer with you is not happening over fucking Zoom. Oh, by the way. My dad, yeah, yeah, I want to be part of shotgunning an NA beer. That sounds dope. My dad was giving me crap the other day. As I said, yeah, uh, PBR has a NA now. And he goes, oh, they've always had one. Oh, really? Really? And I was like, are you sure? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, all right. Really? I, don't, I mean, it's possible. I didn't go into those stores that sell them the Total Wine and Moors and BevMo's you know, very often until I discovered them. So they could have been hiding there the whole time. I was just like, that's an alcohol place. I don't drink. I hadn't been in there in years. Well, that's like Mac and and Jack's uh, was only ever on draft, right? They never canned their beer. So they started canning beers too. Oh, they did? That I did not know. So what, you just pick them up in Redmond? I'm not positive. I just saw now they're canning beers. And people, people on the book of faces were very excited. Oh, that's know, like, dope, man. I know if you live in the city, I think a lesion will deliver. I know up north uh, in Everett, go uh, see our buddy Dick over at Crucible Brewing. They'll, they're selling growlers. Uh, 
as they say, I think I saw the other day like Cloudburst down in the, by the market selling. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Cloudburst has been doing almost more business than they regularly do. Dude, I know I, I might have said it last week, but I'm telling you what, what that huge Mexican restaurant did to my house and how they redesigned it and painted it over. Like they, and they have a legit, like, like a group I'd say of like five to 10 people, you know, six feet apart, but like you order and then like, like they have like a decent little line. It can't be the same as, same as their normal business, but I'm just like, that's good to see. Wait, what Mexican restaurant are you talking about? Oksana or whatever. The one oh, that no, has no, the Waka, the one on that corner? Waka, yeah. Wait, the one, okay, there's two and I'm, I'm still confused. So there's two on corners on the same street. The one that's like one story or the one that has a rooftop? The rooftop, two story joint. Okay, yep, cool. Dude, and uh, Cobb, closer to, I was going to say, in your neighborhood. He just lives in a different part of my neighborhood. But uh, your, that place we like, the Deluxe, they were closed, and they just reopened to start doing to-go beers and uh, food. Oh, hell yeah. I love the Deluxe. If I was there, in fact, I'd be eating burgers just to support them. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? Before we get to emails, I would just be remiss if I did not tell everybody, watch All American. It's an amazing series. <laughs> What's it about? Give me the two the two seconds. All Americans, the the high school drama I like about the kid that plays at Crenshaw, and then he gets recruited to go play at Beverly, Beverly Hills. It's based off a true story. Okay. So it was on Netflix. It was on the CW, right? It had one season. Tay Diggs is like the main guy, the coach. And then like it, it did all right. And then it got to Netflix and a bunch of sports fans like me were like, this is great. So they they just did a second season. But yes, it's on Netflix. And it's only two seasons. Yeah, but it is. <laughs> Sometimes it's a little cheesy. It's still like a high school drama. But I'm telling you, man, last night at one point, I was like, no. Like, no way. I can't believe it. <laughs> it's asking her to prom? Right. That suit? Dude, it's something like that. And I felt like an idiot. <laughs> Reliving the glory days, Ted. I right. love it. Just tell him you love him. You guys are so great for each other. <laughs> You're a quarterback. Right? right? It's a 39-year-old man in his house by himself. He's like, these kids, I don't know what they're doing. <clears throat> All right, Kyle, uh, you got some emails for us? Yeah, yeah, we got a few. Um, all right, let's see. Um, it's always a little tough to tell. Okay, what was the last day we podcast? Oh, never mind. I got us. We're good to go. What's up, fellas? Last week, you were talking about how much jail slash prison time you could do. Figured I'd give you a little info from an inside source. I'm an attorney, not a convicted criminal. I can tell you that for the majority of the crimes out there, you're likely uh, going to end up getting 33% taken off your sentence for good slash earned time. 33% off any time you spend in your city county lockup, and then 33% for good earned time once you find yourself in a DOC facility. Uh, so if you get 60 months, that's five years for Ted, math is hard. Uh, you probably only end up serving a little less, uh, or more or less like 40 months, so three years and four months. The only exception to this general rule is that if you are a truly uh, effed up individual and are convicted of something like murder, forcible rape, or higher end child molestation, in which case you'd only get 10% good earned time, you also have a lot of other F's to deal with, but I won't get into that. Later dudes, Adam and Olympia. P.S. Matt is a kick-ass nutrition coach. I've been working with him for a couple weeks, and I'm already noticing a change in my thoughts about eating and nutrition. Yeah. Good. 
I was wondering when he mentioned lawyer. I was like, I know two lawyers that listen to this podcast. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, I ran into a uh, half client of yours the other day. I was uh, buying some takeout food for people. And I was like, do you want something? And they're like, uh, no. And they're like, yeah, give me an order of fries. Like, Matt says it's okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm on. Oh, I got to find out who that is. But, uh, yeah. yeah, no, I'm I'm very much like eat what you want. Eat it slowly. Eat till you're satisfied, not stuffed. And, like, you should be fine. And especially now, I like, eat stuff that tastes good. Um, bring that down. Oh, okay, yeah, I did. I did say that. Um, <laughs> I was you know, getting... like, giving people permission to make decisions. I don't know. Yeah. We're grown-ups here. That's why you should eat grown-up Dunkaroos. Cobb, you'll appreciate this. Last Friday, the men's room, we had a best of, you know, Matt and, uh, uh, oh, geez, not Matt. I almost really screwed up there. Uh, Robin and Mike still have to go in. So I, like, went to the grocery store and stuff, and then I came by work, and I said, it's Friday. We are ordering some Red Robin, because Mike and I used to go to Red Robin sometimes. And then yeah. there's, nobody, there's nobody in the office, but this one person was in there. They go in one day a week, and I was like, what do you want? I even ran in, Matt, I even ran into our GM who's randomly there. And he's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm all right. I go, look, buying some burgers for the crew. Do you want more? We're in Red Robin. Let's go. Turn up. Dude, I won't lie. I've been to Red Robin a bunch. Like, I was so excited. Like, it, it tasted freaking awesome. Dude, that's the thing, man. People complain about chain restaurants, and I'm, I've totally been on board with that. I was, like, you know, kind of a hipster and very judgmental. But the thing is, like, the reason some of those restaurants got big is because they taste really good. And, like, I'm with you if you want to – I'll jump on the bandwagon with you about, like, being against Cheesecake Factory or especially, like, Chili's or Applebee's or whatever. But I'm not here to judge where people eat. But Red Robin, of the, like, you know, casual chains, in my opinion, they knock it out of the park, man. Honestly, killer fries, killer burgers, great drinks, reasonable service. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on – they got great prices. They got healthy menu options, like on the back, getting some yeah. serious real estate, making it easy for people. Um, the pretzel bites are amazing. Uh, yeah, red. I Robin. ordered those. Huh? I ordered pretzel bites, fried pickles, and then like three burgers and an order of fries for our friend. Yeah. Ted, didn't you go to Red Robin with my whole family and me? We did for your birthday last. Yeah. Year. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was hilarious. The best part about uh, going to Red Robin with Cobb and his family is that afterwards, like, he was like, man, what were you and my brother chatting about? His, his brother's just not the most outgoing guy. And I was like, yeah, soccer. It's fine. <laughs> Didn't Red Robin start up here? They did. The original one was over on the uh, Mount Lake Cut. Okay. When I moved here, there wasn't a ton. Uh it, like nationwide there wasn't any in southern california that i remember going to uh, but like moving up here and just having one right down the street i was like this place is awesome and i didn't realize it was weird hearing Cobb Todd like mention them in the same breath as like chilies and applebees and stuff because i've never associated them in like that level but they yeah, are really i hear you i mean i would just say like yeah within like chain like it's one step above fast casual so it'd be like considered casual dining or whatever i right. don't know you see like a lot of bright colors very busy like eatery areas you know lots of tchotchkes and stuff on the wall um so yeah no your, yeah. your comparison made a lot of sense i've just never made the association myself 
I hear you. Oh, and a lot of like weird, like individual frozen cocktails and mocktails. Greetings to the Grizz Zoomcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. Just a quick update for you guys on the events that are going on across the pond. Firstly, McDonald's closed down two weeks ago, and it was pandemonium for people getting their nuggets sick. Second, uh, we've all been locked down for two weeks now, and maybe for another three. Thankfully, I have Zwift to keep my exercise up, or I would balloon up from all the junk food I've got in the house. In relation to the cop topic, I think I'd either like to become fluent in French or Irish, uh, as I'm from the side of the border that doesn't speak Irish. Ours is called Oofterskat, uh, which no one speaks. But that's enough about that. Glad that we have the podcast up and going again. Matt, keep up the good work as I'm following you on the gram. Cobb, enjoy Utah and lock your doors as the Mormons know you're in. Uh, it's okay. I can make a joke. Uh, I was one. And Ted, we got NFL Game Pass for free during this lockdown. So if you can watch some of their stuff or watch Red Zone, do that. Stay classy and stay safe. Hmm, no name. Yeah, when they don't sign them. I don't yeah, no, no, you're right. Uh, uh, yeah. Look, I won't lie. I got up Sunday and I was uh, doing the Instagram call with my buddy who's in London. And uh, he was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm cooking bacon. And I got the red zone on. <laughs> Dude, that's the most American call you can put out. Like, I'm eating the hot dogs. I'm watching football. Dude, and I know his neighbor, right, who's actually English, right? My buddy's American. But he like, he was like, he's like, here, this is my buddy Ted. And we're kind of like talking through the phone. And I was like, dude, look, I'm making bacon. And he's like, oh, yeah, mate. And then you got to put maple syrup on it, right? I was like, maple syrup? No. Why? And he goes, I thought that's what you yanks did. <laughs> <laughs> dude, always mixing. That is one thing we have a worldwide reputation for is meeting, mixing sweets and savory. Hmm. Yeah. The Australians that always, like, did their tits in when I would put, like, ketchup on fries, stuff like that. Hmm. Hey, boys. Uh, you can paraphrase this if you want. No, don't worry about it, Neil. We got plenty of time. Uh, welcome back. As silly as it sounds, I wow. bought my kids an R. I don't know how to say this. An Arduino kit, uh, A R D U I N O kit. It's an open source platform for building electronics. We've made a few goofy things like a jumping video game on a tiny LCD screen, uh, making LEDs blink. But secretly, I got it for me to learn code in electronics. I'm not an essential person, according to the government, but since I work in the firearms industry, my company is still operating, and I get to work from home for now. We have three kids out of school for the year. 2020 is lit so far. There's snow in the mountains, and I'm not allowed to go rip it. For an adrenaline junkie, this sucks. It sort of feels like Groundhog Day. Bill Murray flick. Oh, yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, uh, trust me. I say that to everybody. Every day is Groundhog's Day. Yeah, it really is. It's like an unstructured time and schedule. Uh, FCTP, I can't wait to get the book you're writing. Uh, your IG and Facebook are inspiring. Ted, it's good to hear your laugh. If you bring anything to the world in my eyes, it's joy through laughter. I agree with you. Uh, Cobb, you never sit still and it impresses me. Always in some different place doing something interesting. Sorry for the babbling. I'm glad to have you all back. Stay frosty. Neil, the former beer guy, a.k.a. the gentle giant, a.k.a. the at-home desk warrior, a.k.a. I'm so fucking bored. <laughs> Is, that's our that's our buddy Neil, right? That uh, Matt, I think you were talking with him today about crushing NA beers. Yeah, he drinks NA beers as well, and he ordered some of the Lamb of God Ghost Walker today as well. We were messaging think, back and forth about that. Yeah, it was just funny on Facebook. I was like, these guys are pumped. Oh yeah, dude. Which I mean, because I get super pumped for beer. 
Dude, it was the first thing I saw when I hopped on my phone this morning, which wasn't an immediate wake up and reach for the phone. I had my space, you know, uh, I had a good, you know, breathing session, wake up, sense my body, all that like good stuff. And then, but when I did check, Twitter was the first thing I checked and I saw that and it was just like electrifying. Great start to the day. For those of you, Cobb has changed his username on the Zoom check. Since we're not releasing this as video, uh, he's dropped his video off of our screen and then just changed, it just says his name then, but he's changed his name to a lot of different things throughout. And uh, I think you've heard Ted and I pause and start laughing a couple different times because they're really funny. Can, can we say f I think you're going to have to f that. That's why I'll, I didn't I'll, say Oh really? Yeah. Oh, all I mean, right. Technically, it's not a bad word. I think you guys are just up here being moist holes. <laughs> I'm not believing that. Uh, yeah. That's it for emails, boys. <laughs> uh, no, actually, uh, my buddy, we all know uh, our buddy uh, Sean from uh, that works with me. Uh huh. Over the office, yep. we always see him in Jason's office. So we were playing a game last week where, like, you can play it while you're on the Zoom. I forget the name of it. But then it sends you prompts through your phone. Oh, that weird. Yeah, so one of the categories, one of the questions was, it's almost like words uh, against, or words, right? Words against humanity. It was like, name a family-friendly curse word. So I came up with moist hole. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, all right. Well, family-friendly curse word. Let's see what's going on there. What's happening? Okay, do, do I'm not gonna do the intro. I'm not yeah, gonna put it in the post. All right, cool. Um, you can hear the stress in Ted's voice. What do you mean? It's like ah, uh, let's go to what's happening. <laughs> well, I thought you were about to start jumping in with family-friendly curse words because I I heard you noodling it through. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I had kind of a wild week on quarantine, uh, as I just been living it at home and been having good times. Uh, but I did make a road trip down to in and out to get, uh, uh, protein style three by three. Uh, and it was a great decision. <laughs> um, what's protein style? No bun. Yeah. Lettuce wrap. All right. Because their buns are fine, but I like in and out meat and cheese. And with the protein style, you get more of that. And because I'm not, like, filling stomach space with all that bread, I throw an extra patty and slice of cheese in there. All right. Do you still get fries? Yeah, but you got to eat them first while they're hot because, like, that is just a quick deterioration in quality over how cold they get. All right. All right. <sighs> um... Yeah, I've been uh been paddleboarding a lot. Um and that was uh that was a lot of fun. Alright, I I just gotta say it. I trust the people. I hung out with my ex-girlfriend. Uh oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. It was a ton right. of fun. It's quarantine, you know, people and yeah, so I don't know, it's weird we just trying to talk about the last week and act like uh you know court is yeah quarantine's wild uh but that was who i went to in and out with um 
And then uh, Friday night, we surprised our friends by hopping on a Zoom call with everybody. We're not together or anything. We just, like, it's quarantine. We decided to hang out. Uh, and the, there's nothing there. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but it was fun. Uh, we had a great time paddleboarding. Um, and I just went out today, too. And, man, that is fun exercise. It felt just with the... I don't know. I feel like I'm having too much fun on quarantine, like, cause I'm just back here on Lake Sammamish, like working out in the backyard every day with the weights, like getting a tan and going paddleboarding. And I'm like, okay, like recalibrating. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It's been a wild week. And I mean, I'm not giving you crap, but yeah, I mean, that, that house on a lake is a little better spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and like i don't know the gym's closed i'm just glad i don't have to worry about rent right now but i happen to living here is just living at home and it's been it's been a pretty solid like time to not have to drive to a gym every day where'd you get the pizza that was papa john's was papa. i haven't I haven't had that papa john's in probably five years oh really i haven't had it in a while either but it was really good I feel like food, food tastes better on quarantine. Would you guys get behind that? Yeah. I would Outside say food? Papa John's is the best chain of the, of the like, cheap chains. I'm all Papa John's. I mean, look, trust me, I, I'm with you. Like, I would, there's, just, there's none downtown that deliver, so I just never go. And then – the uh, Vortex. Yeah. But, right, you know exactly. Like, trust me. Like, right, like, there's great pizza places, right? Dino's is my fav- probably my favorite pizza – Pagliacci's awesome, but yeah, there's sometimes, I don't know how to explain it, you just want chain pizza. Yeah, cheap chain pizza. Kind of like sometimes burgers that happens too, where you're like, I just want like Dick's or like a basic McDonald's burger or a basic Jack in the Box. I don't know what that is, but there's just, there's tears, you know? Yeah. Uh, And fear. Um, I don't know if somebody like put a gun to my head and was like, do you like... Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza or Papa John's pizza with that garlic butter sauce better. Like those two are so evenly matched in that tier of pizza for me. Be a tough call. I mean, look, if you, right. I'm with you. I will say this. I have uh, been a baller one time with a girl and we ordered breadsticks and chicken wings from Pizza Hut than the pizza from Pagliacci. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. That's a power it, move, Ted. It's a love language. She sucked like his. <laughs> it's a love language. <laughs> what, what did Cobb say? <laughs> Something you're gonna have to. You have to bleep it. Oh, all right. Oh, I'm excited to go back and listen then. <laughs> Mark it. That was worth it. Oh, all right. Well, I guess it's about that time. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. Ding. All right, so top topic. Obviously, uh, I was just in Park City, and um, I was thinking about that. Uh, I think it's a Joni Mitchell song. I don't know the um, the landslide song, like or a snow covered hill. You know, Ted, yeah. you know the name of that song. Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. What's that? Sorry, I lost you guys for a second. Fleetwood Mac is the band. Landslide is the song. That's right. Thank you. Okay. So anyway, you know, I heard that song out there and I was just like, dude, that's 
I don't know, it's kind of crazy. And she talks about obviously like the ups and downs of your life. Beautiful song. Anyway, and um, what I was going, like, I was just kind of thinking about like, I don't know, different songs, like the, what their effect is on you. And obviously like Fast Car by Tracy Chapman, like that song gives me, gives me chills. And so anyway, we were kind of road tripping around. So my question for people, what, what song or songs give you chills? Uh, yeah, I, I turned on my speaker. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so what song or songs give you chills? Feel free to email us, email at thepodcast.com. In fact, don't feel free. Email us. We need some. We're in quarantine. Like chills, uh, like, I, I don't know. I, what do you mean? Like chills, like I'm scared. Like what, what kind of chills? You got to help me out here. Yeah, so, I mean, it could be anything. So there could be obviously like a song that was played at a funeral that makes you feel really sad and kind of gives you like a strong emotional reaction. It could be like, you know, We Are the Champions by Queen and it's like a great sports moment from your past. Um, it could be a song that's just like so beautiful and touching because it hits to like a deep sacred part of your heart. I mean, really anything, you know, just a song that gives you chills. It could be a song like Du Haas that's just like so intense that Matt's just like, ah, and wants the whole count, you know? Yeah, I didn't so, the category. Right, so like Billy Joel, Only the Good Die Young. Like I, I hate that song. Just because I remember hearing it like right after my grandma died. So that gives me a chill in a bad way. I would say... Yeah, yeah welcome, a song just like that. Welcome to the Jungle. Every time I hear that intro, I get fired up. Something's about to happen. You know what I mean? Like, Welcome to the Jungle. Dude, 100%. Hell yeah. yeah. Honestly, the one I was thinking of, we were driving in the car listening to Born in the USA, Bruce Springsteen, and I was just like pumping my fist. I was like, you know what? I'm back on board, America. Let's beat this thing. Yeah, and then if I'm sitting at home thinking about uh, future times and ideal life, sitting on the dock of the bay, Otis Redding. Mm. Great song. Great song. Watching the tide roll in. Roll away again. Gotta be honest, Ted. I'm a little surprised I didn't hear one shining moment from you. <laughs> uh, you know what? I've said this on the cast. The, the CBS music for college football. I think oh. I told you, like, that one kind of get, just gets me emotional because it's always like a good time. It's a Saturday or it's a holiday. Like generally if that music's on, I'm around some friends you know, having a couple beverages and eating some food we like. Like, to me, that's always a fun song. That, like, really gets to me. I'm like, I, look, I won't lie to you. Over quarantine, I have played that song before by myself. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's the thing. You know, you get those triggers. Like, you have – it's like Pavlovian. You have enough, like, great times. Even – it doesn't even have to be a full song. It can be, like, a ringtone or, like, a single, like, you know, little thing you hear, and you're like, what? Oh, yeah, I'm into that. So I'm not surprised that that was a good one for you. I kind of have the Sunday night football thing. It's kind of like that for me. Yeah. Um, just when you were saying, yeah, we are the champions. That was one that brings back a lot of childhood memories. Um, I remember it was like in the Mighty Ducks. Uh, and then I won the championship in my hockey league like that year. And we listened to that song. Um, but the one that I was going to bring up that first came to mind uh, I've talked about here is Cats in the Cradle by Harry Chapin. <laughs> Dude, literally one night when I was working overnight at the radio stations, I went into the sound and that song came on. And when I 
first heard the song, my dad was like, this song like means a lot to me about being your dad and someday like you'll get it. And then I just heard it at the age of, I was probably 31 at the time, maybe 32. Like it just caught me off guard at work and I just like fell into a puddle of tears for like 10 minutes. And then I listened to it again on YouTube. Uh, but now it's kind of a running joke between me and my dad because at the time I did it at karaoke. And then, oh, I wish I could remember the name of the listener that tweeted me that they played it uh, on a jukebox right as they were leaving the bar. Um, but I got that tweet while I was sitting on the couch with my dad. We've had some great laughs about it. But it only intensifies That's like awesome. the emotional connection to the song. What was that, Kyle? That's what I was looking for, baby. Okay. <clears throat> uh, right, Cobb, you have anything to add or just the uh, the songs you brought it up with? Oh, in, in terms of the song? Yeah, I think I, I pretty much got the ones out for me. Also, um, you know, one other one that's pretty powerful from funerals is Turn, Turn, Turn. You know, I went to a funeral with that for my grandfather. And, like, every time I've heard that song since I was, like, eight, it just takes me out and start crying. But, yeah, there's a lot of, I don't know, songs can pull you in a lot of directions. Like, there's so many, you know, there's a couple sad songs, but there's so many like really beautiful songs that I feel like it's totally worth, you know, a little bit of pain. Yeah, the Ave Maria, that'll make me cry every time. You guys know Ave yeah. Maria? No. Ave Maria. So they use it at, if you're Catholic, they use it at funerals, weddings, and Christmas. Whoa. I only remember a lot of mixed messages. Right, I only remember from a funeral, and then my brother, my sister-in-law, played it at their wedding with my brother, and I remember like crying. Everybody's like, oh, "Ted really can't bear to see his brother getting married." It's like, no, I remember my grandma being buried to this. Yeah, dude, that the Catholics to the King of mixed messages, though. You know, they really are. Cobb, are you fighting a ghost? Dude, I'm fighting a giant moth. That's like swooping on me it's massive i'm trying to just knock it out of the sky but it's wrapped up in this like weird chandelier thing <laughs> all right well we'll let you get to him and destroy that moth uh that'll wrap it up for us uh the home episodes you know we're gonna keep doing them this way uh you know who knows just uh stay safe out there stay home uh you know get a workout in when you can you guys have anything else that else to add no i'm good yeah enjoy some food uh, enjoy your friends. Reach out to them. Look them in the eyes over video. All right. For MCTV, for Cobb of the Ted Smith, this is the podcast. Cheers.